Making hard decisions. Making hard decisions. We all know life isn't always easy. It isn't always a walk in the park. Sometimes it is necessary to make important but difficult, painful, or expensive decisions. Sometimes the way forward isn't clear. There is no option that is clearly superior to the rest. No option that is the obvious right choice. No option that is pain free. Is there a way to make the process of making hard decisions easier or less painful? We're going to dive into this important topic right after this quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the Buy Now button, or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or eBooks, and start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 75 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. Making hard or difficult decisions is what I want to talk about this week. Now, what brought this about is something came up in my business life recently that caused quite a bit of turmoil for a number of people. And that got me thinking about my general thought process for handling difficult choices or decisions in my own life. And I thought maybe you guys might like to hear what my process is to see if any of that feels like a fit for you, for your own use. Now, this comes up from time to time in life, making hard decisions, difficult problems, where you need to make a decision that perhaps you'd rather not be involved with or have to make. But life is what it is, and sometimes you can't just let things go. You can't let them slide. You can't let problems fester. You might need to address a problem that you cannot or should not allow to continue to exist. Or you may need to make a change or take some sort of action to move forward from a place where you might be stuck or at least not making the progress you desire. But what you think might be the best decision or way forward isn't going to go down without some pain or expense or conflict. Generally speaking, and I'm not trying to suggest that I have a one-size-fits-all solution 
for every problem that you might encounter in your life, but I do believe in having standards and principles and being thoughtful and reasonable in the decision-making process. What I do believe in is being bold yet respectful toward all of the people involved in your life. I believe in being honorable. I believe in being a model of impeccable integrity. I believe in cultivating and sustaining strong, or at least healthy, relationships with as high of a percentage of the people in my life as possible, especially with the people I care about the most and am working hard to support. And by that I mean your wife or partner, your children, the rest of your family, and your closest friends. I do not, do not believe in going through life leaving any unnecessary trail of damage and destruction behind me as I work toward my goals and address and resolve the inevitable problems that arise along the way. Beyond these general principles that I just enumerated, there are some additional, more specific guiding principles that I use depending on the situation. Before we get into the specific examples, I want to acknowledge that just you deciding, you deciding to follow the path in the Gentleman's Guide's books is a hard decision in and of itself. It is easier to be lazy and selfish and sloppy and take the path of least resistance in life. It is easier to be complacent and avoid risk and disruption and conflict and the possible significant monetary loss related to unwinding a bad decision, reversing course, pivoting, or taking a new branch in the road. Kudos to you for taking the path less traveled. Let's start with women and your relationships with women. And by that I mean wives and girlfriends and such. Let's look at a few possible problem areas involving those relationships. First, there's the, you know, the act of taking on a girlfriend in the first place to decide that you want a girlfriend and you want to be like exclusive. There's a decision around letting her move in and her desire to do so, your desire to do so. There's the whole arena of entering a full relationship where you're like really exclusive and you're stepping things up. And then there's the whole concept of getting married. A second batch of problem areas is kind of at the other end of that spectrum. Before we're talking about like initiating things and starting things and beginning a relationship. But what about the other end where you have situations like where you feel like you might need to let a lady go. Um, you may need to disassociate yourself from her. Even when she is good because of compatibility assessment issues or her pressure for um, trying to get you to marry her or allow her to move in. Or maybe you found someone better and you want to take advantage of, and please forgive my wording, the upgrade opportunity. All of that, like marriage, especially being forced into it. If you are forced into a marriage and you end up hating it, that can be extremely painful financially to get out of it. It could be hard on any children that may be involved or affected. Generally speaking, I consider that, and this is just my wording, misery avoidance. Misery avoidance. So what tools do I suggest to deal with these problems, this entire class of problems, 
or better yet, avoid as many of them as possible. I mentioned a compatibility assessment earlier. The compatibility assessment criteria, that whole concept is something we go to in great depth in part one of the book. Basically, what it means in a nutshell is it is the things that she needs to be for you to be happy with her. And I can't define that exactly for you. I give you like a long, long list of possibilities, things for you to consider in the book. Now, there is a trap here as well that I want to mention. The compatibility assessment criteria is by far and away the number one tool. But I want to mention one trap before I get to to my other point. When you follow the principles and the lifestyle in the Gentleman's Guide books, the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting and the Gentleman's Guide to Excellence book, that will lead to prosperity eventually. Sure, there may be bumps on the way, there may be setbacks, you may take a couple steps forward and a step back, but generally speaking, it'll be a, it'll, you'll be on a trajectory to prosperity and confidence and all manner of good and virtuous things may start happening in your life. At least around here in the West, I'm not sure if it's true in everywhere in the world, but when you, it seems to me, in my experience, when a man buys a house and he has money and he is seen to be on a good path in life, it's like you get a marriage like target painted on your back. And some women don't like their current situations. They may be still living at home and they want to get out and they see pairing up with a guy that's got stuff going on as being a way out of their their uh, current situation and they might try to pressure you into doing something that you aren't ready for that's the whole thing about being pressured to move in being pressed to go get a girlfriend pressed into a relationship then like some time timer starts ticking in some other heads when they figure after a year or two you have to go and marry them All those decisions, I think, need to be based off of your compatibility assessment. I think that you need to very uh, strictly adhere to the compatibility assessment criteria that you define for yourself. You figure out what you need in a partner and a woman and a girlfriend and a relationship or a wife and resist that first pretty face, resist any tears that that she may drop if she's not getting her way. If she's not a match for you, don't fall into this trap and just because you're lonely let somebody come and move in with you because it may be very expensive to undo that down the road if it turns out that that situation turns sour for you it turns bitter uh, or turns miserable for you and it could be very very expensive and very very painful now this leads me to another major point that i wanted to share with you if you are an aggressive or maybe i should say energetic or active and engaged person like me who leans into problems, who, does, who doesn't like letting problems exist for very long. I like to go stamp them out. I like to confront things. I like to face them down. How do you know that you're not being too overbearing and possibly hurtful, too pushy with the people around you, the people you care about? My suggestion here is don't be impatient. Listen to all sides of an argument or a dispute with people that you care about. Hear all sides all the way out. Now, I don't mean let them fill your ears endlessly with nonsense and babbling with the arguments, but I do mean hear everyone's point out. Hear their argument all the way out. Now, you may have to sift through angry and hurtful statements to get to the facts of the matter, but that is what you have to do. Now, I am not naive. Some ladies out there, they will think of some evil stuff to say to you, some evil, hurtful stuff. 
if the dispute involves you, right, um, or your behavior or what's something, she, something she's trying to force you to do. She may think of some evil shit to say to you, man, that's really hurtful. Now, respect goes both ways. I am not trying to say with this point that you got to sit there stoically, passively, getting the shit kicked out of you, being a doormat, being abused and hurt, listening to this stuff. She needs to express the salient points of what her concerns are, what her points are, without tearing you down or being like basically evil to you. Respect goes both ways. If this, if it ends up being a compatibility assessment thing where you're learning that maybe she's not quite right for you, she's not close to 100% of what you're looking for, you might need her to adjust and if she refuses to adjust, it's just her nature or character to be a certain way that you don't agree with, you don't have to live with that. You may have to let her know nicely, gently, that she can be replaced if she doesn't do better. She could be replaced. It's a very powerful tool with a lady that is um, testing you to see how much evil shit she can say to you to go tear you down to see if you'll just take it. You be cool about it. Don't don't lose your temper. Just if she goes too far with it, remember you are deserving of respect and good treatment as well. And if she is testing the waters of treating you like crap to see if she can get away with it, to go and like have some kind of power over you, fuck that. Do not put up with that kind of stuff in your life. You don't need to do that. You're too good of a person. You're too appealing to too many women to let someone treat you that way. There are many other types of family problems that can come up. I just want to touch on one more general case, and that is children. Now, children are a special case. They are just learning. They are making mistakes, just like we did when we were when we were their age. You know, children might be trying to test the limits and trying to assert their freedom as they get older, as they evolve, or they're just being mouthy because they are young and immature. This too can certainly hurt your feelings. It can really sting. It can really cut deep. And I'm not trying to diminish that. Now, as a man, you want them to admire you, to look up to you, to respect you. But that can be hard to maintain no matter how awesome you really are. Because maybe they don't know that they should be, what they should be saying is, look at my dad. He's a beast. This guy's incredible. Look at him go at it every day just to take care of us. I love this guy. But even if you pile up the money and take care of them like you're supposed to, they can still act up or pop off at the mouth. They're just young and they don't know better. Be the bigger person and see the long term and manage them accordingly. Personally, generally, thinking more broadly, with people that I care about, I'll do whatever it takes, whatever it takes to keep them safe, to keep them protected, and keep them on a good trajectory in life. I guess I am a little pushy about that, it is fair to say. You might need to leave room for them to make mistakes, but not too many mistakes. It's a delicate balance. Me being pushy in my quest to be supportive and protective for my people, well, that might be my aggressive personality sticking out there, and maybe a softer touch might be better. That's something that you can figure out what works best for you and your family, your people. But I am what I am. I am one aggressive yet caring guy who you want in your corner, just like you. 
Now, it might be fashionable to not give a fuck these days, but I do give a fuck. I care. Live with it. One more point. Sometimes the best way forward, the wise man's move, is to do nothing or say nothing. Just because you feel drawn to weigh in on something that's in, that involves your loved ones and you, sometimes the right thing to do is nothing. You don't have to always take action. But whatever you decide to do, whatever you think is the best way forward, the best course of action, you should have a sound basis for doing so that is not just grounded only in logic, but also adheres to our other principles about showing everyone respect and crucially not damaging relationships as much as damage can be avoided in the course of in the complexities of life. There is one more area that I want to touch on on the general topic of making hard decisions before I wrap for this week, and that's at work or in business. Like if you operate your own business and have employees, or you work in a regular job and you've got bosses and managers and colleagues and coworkers and customers and stuff to, to uh, you know get along with. Everything that I said before about the standards and principles that I use, definitely, I definitely apply them in those situations. Basically, be bold, energetic. You pour your energy into work, but bold yet respectful. Respect is absolutely essential, I think, in every way. It helps avoid a lot of problems to begin with if you are just by default, just naturally very respectful of everybody from the very top to the very bottom. Everybody that you encounter, where you think they're high or low or can do something for you or not. And another thing that I'm thinking about is I want to, again, have very as strong as possible, strong relationships with as many people as possible, at least or at least healthy ones. Like I said before, it may not be possible with everybody because if you're a... kind of an aggressive person that's moving up, getting promoted up and doing better and better. You're going to encounter people who think that you shouldn't and they'll try to hold you back. There'll be haters and other things to go and manage with. So you're not going to, not everybody's going to be on your side. You may not have a great productive relationship with absolutely everybody, but I think as a general rule, you should try to have good relationships with as many people as possible at all levels because you never know when that's going to pay off. But there's one more thing I need to point out that's different about a work environment or a business environment, especially when you own it or you're some kind of like people manager. There's other things you got to think about. It's not just like the world's got to operate based off your rules and your standards and relying on the strength of your character, very much oftentimes you got to think about the workplace culture. Now, if you're the owner, you can set what that workplace culture is, but you've also got other things you got to manage too, just like in the rest of your life, like your credibility, your employees or your staff's trust in you as a leader. If you want to be trusted, you need to be trustworthy, like we said before in an earlier podcast episode. Crucially, the reason why I'm bringing this up is you need to be thinking about all those things and what's required of you with the intersection of whatever you may be contemplating to resolve a dispute or to take an action or make a change inside of your business with uh, applicable employment law. It could be local, could be state, could be federal if you're United States. If you've got employees and staff in multiple countries, it just gets more complicated. Regardless, you need to scrupulously, meticulously adhere to situations where your actions or what your plans are intersect with employment law and other applicable laws and contractual requirements 
union requirements, all sorts of things. So that's a lot more complicated. You, you definitely need some more advice. I certainly can't tell you exactly what to do uh, there, but I can remind you that you need to not lose sight of what your requirements are when you are a leader or a business owner and you've got staff and um, employees to take good care of, to take excellent care of. All right, so that is all I have for you this week. Let's get to work out there. Let's go.